Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mudiwa Kabaza, and for today, um, it is an interesting one because we are, um, you know, on location. It's not the typical way that we do things. Uh, today, we are at Google's offices um, in Bryanston, Johannesburg, um, trying to catch up and understand uh, a little bit around uh, what they're doing in terms of startups um, in the country and also in the greater region. Uh, a big announcement that they made, uh, you know, it should have been last year, if I remember correctly, um, around a billion dollars, you know, that they were going to be spending um, on the African continent, trying to enable and build ecosystems um, in business, support uh, um, to support businesses, especially small businesses and entrepreneurs with technology um, and the like. And uh, right now, that particular program, um, uh, they are actually calling it uh, the Black Founders Fund um, for Africa and a number of businesses from South Africa have actually been um, selected and, you know, that program is underway. So um, as we do, because we talk to a lot of uh, people that are uh, funding and incubating some of these businesses and um, it's always interesting when you get uh, one of the largest uh, players in the world in this space uh, to actually see, you know, what are they investing in and, uh, you know, what can we expect for them in future. So for today, I am going to be in discussion with uh, Asha Patel, um, who is the head of business-to-business marketing uh, for Sub-Saharan Africa, as well as head of marketing for uh, South Africa over at Google. Asha, greetings to you. Greetings to you and to everyone that's listening. Quite a title, you know, that you have the, uh, you know, Sub-Saharan Africa, South Africa, B2B marketing, marketing. It's all within the realm of marketing. But um, maybe you could give us a little bit, uh, you know, around... uh what's going on in terms of your uh, particular role the introduction to google not not necessary because we literally all use this thing on a day uh, on a daily basis so you know what what's what's the role what are you looking after yes yeah, so um you know uh, one of our main responsibilities within my team is to look at businesses that range from micro small medium as well as large organizations and assist them with their digital transformation journeys and for small businesses that might be you know becoming um uh you know get, getting used to uh online technologies getting set up uh and actually becoming aware of all of the opportunities that the web really offers and for larger organizations, that really is around driving more sophistication when it comes to their media mix, um, to the way that they access markets, export products, um, and, you know, work cross-functionally across um, their organizations. So that is, uh, you know, a quick summary of what we do. Uh, we provide skills development. We provide tools and programs that help businesses to digitize. And then on the essay side, because I can I can imagine that what you've just described is sort of more the B2B uh, marketing side. Yes, correct. So on the South Africa marketing side, that is really localizing some of our uh, larger, you know, investments and initiatives um, in the context of South Africa. So, for instance, just last week, we had the announcement of the landing of the Equiano subsea cable into Malkbostrand in Cape Town. And, uh, you know, the the role there required um, ensuring that we were uh, providing context as to why this particular subsea cable was important in the context of South Africa and the impact of that cable um, for South Africans. I was actually at that launch, uh, you know, last week, uh, Friday, 
um you know the google slash telecom event um and it was actually quite fascinating i also went to the cable station um you don't see when you look at it it doesn't look like much uh, but within the context of how much data is actually going through um you know the actual system you, you then do understand that there's a lot that's going on here and i guess the power of the internet uh, so i i think i'll come back to equiano earlier uh, later on especially you know within the context of you know supporting businesses um etc but you know, when it comes to supporting the small businesses um uh, specifically the black uh, uh the black founders fund you know that you guys have as google we start off with a big number right mm-hmm. a billion right we say that this is what we're going to do uh maybe you could give walk us through what's happened you know since then uh the big announcement with the way google throwing a billion into africa um which would be roughly 16 17 billion rand um in today's uh, at today's exchange rates what's happened since where you guys now in terms of that Yes, yeah, so it was quite exciting actually last year in October we held um an event called Google for Africa. Yeah. And our CEO Sundar Pichai announced the billion dollar investment into Africa. As part of this investment, we're focused across a couple of areas. The first area is really looking at enabling affordable internet access and building helpful products. And so within the space you know sits equiano um where we are able to partner locally through telcom and openserve and that undersea cable which is now bringing 144 terabytes of capacity 20 times the capacity of any other of our existing infrastructure um and enabling us to translate that capacity into quicker speeds more affordable access for south africans um as part of that We're also looking at, you know, assisting with mapping. So we know that across Africa, you know, we've got far-flung um areas and locations that aren't able to be actually located. So we've introduced plus codes um which is an addressing system that enables, you know, the most remote location to be um picked up and located um and for us to be guided towards, you know, those locations. So that all sits within the uh, building helpful products for African space. I'm very interested in plus codes. You know, very quickly. Sorry, I'm I'm listening to you talking. How does that actually work? So, we provide um, you know, location through a code. That code is then um enables um you know, us to be actually located. So, you tap on the code and then you can actually pick up exactly where that location is because, you know, in most re- remote um areas, there aren't any street names, landmarks might not exist. And so through the plus code you're able to actually locate that very um spot where that person is located so that you can enable delivery, you can enable, you know, access, transportation, etc. to those areas. Okay, that makes sense because uh what do you call this uh it makes perfect sense because I'm thinking of how people drop pins, uh, send me your location, that type of thing and also at the same time uh the fact that i think famously uh the likes of amazon have typically not come to africa because of you know a mess in terms of uh, addressing uh not being able to have you know certain places documented on you know your your digital mapping uh you know programs and the like yeah 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 that's true and so um 
so so that all sits kind of within that first bucket yeah. around helpful products and, yeah. and access for everyone. The second bucket is around investments in entrepreneurship and technology. And this is where Black Founders Fund really sits. Yeah. So, you know, looking at how do we actually provide support for the developers, for the startups, for the, you know, the small businesses that are actually building solutions um, to solve problems, not just for Africa, but for the world. And then the third is around, um, you know, uh, this whole notion of digital transformation for businesses. And this is really, you know, the area that a lot of my, a lot of the work that my team does sits within this area. And here, as part of that billion dollar announcement um, last year, we had announced $10 million in low interest loans to help small businesses and entrepreneurs in Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria and South Africa um, really get through the economic hardship that was brought about by the pandemic. And this is through um, the nonprofit organization Kiva. And then the last bit is around nonprofit. So we know that there's a lot of work um, that is ongoing across Africa to actually assist with underserved communities and communities that really need the assistance. And so we announced $40 million um, as part of, you know, the support for communities. Um, so that in a nutshell is, you know, how we're looking at this billion dollar investment. It's across those four key areas. Okay. Uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I do remember that when it comes specifically to the Black Founders Fund, um, there was a number of $50 million, I think, that had been put, had been targeted towards um, the, what you call this, the startups. Um, I do remember an event last year uh, where Alistair was talking about it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, 100% sure, but I, but I do remember a 50 million uh, for, you know, startups. But um, you correct me if I'm wrong, like I said. But what I wanted to check is for the businesses that you guys are supporting now, um, what, is, what does that support actually look like, right? Is it typical like venture capital, venture funding where you guys sit? and you receive pitches and you're like okay cool how much do you want you want five million rand okay here's five million rand or is it mentorship is it uh, access to google infrastructure like how like the nitty-gritty because i know a lot of people are always interested in uh, things like this especially from an information point of view to say okay fine you guys say you have a fund right and you're assisting startups but how exactly are you doing it yeah, great question. So, you know, the Black Founders Fund was actually created last year. Last year, we had a total fund size of $3 million. This year, we've increased that fund size to $4 million, and we're funding 20 more startups. So 60 startups are being funded. Um, what that actually comprises of is that these uh, grantees or startups will receive between $50,000 and $100,000 um, worth of non-dilutive um equity-free funding. So, um, you know, contradictory to the typical way that a VC would work where, you know, owners have to actually give up equity, this is non-dilutive. So we're not asking for any equity in those organizations. Um, in addition to, you know, that cash award of a fifth, between fifty dollars and $100,000, we're also giving access of up to $200,000 in cloud credits, enabling these uh, startups to gain access to all of the tools that are available within Google Cloud. Yeah. And then, like you've mentioned, it's not just about, you know, throwing cash at the problem. We understand that a lot of these uh, startups are, you know, in the early stages. And so they need assistance and guidance 
access to networks, mentorship to ensure that these businesses can create sustainable business models and continue to thrive. And so through this program, they'll also get access to a six-month mentorship program where they'll get access to um, mentors, um, Google's network, and uh, receive the guidance and assistance that they might need to um, you know, grow their business. And how has that... Uh I guess the selection uh, gone about. What type of businesses have you uh, guys found yourselves uh, investing in? We often hear about the trends. Yeah, I think a lot of people at the moment are investing in a lot of your agri-tech businesses, your education, technology businesses, fintech uh, seems to be popular. Have you guys also found yourselves following in the same trends? You know, how is uh, the makeup there? Yes, absolutely. So we have looked at a you know a wide and and quite a broad uh, range of startups across you know the the sectors that you've mentioned agri-tech um financial fintech uh retail logistics um financial services um so it's quite a broad range of sectors that we've looked at supporting yeah Okay, cool. Uh, it, it is very interesting, you know, and especially given the fact that you guys have uh, what you call this, uh, such a wide geography that you are uh, dealing with. When it comes to the businesses that you are supporting, uh, what's the what's the makeup? What's the what's the spread geographically? So we're supporting ten countries um, and startups from ten countries across Africa. Um, these are Botswana, Cameroon, Ethiopia, Ghana. Kenya, Nigeria, Rwanda, Senegal, um, obviously South Africa, as well as Uganda. So it's quite a broad range of markets that we're supporting these startups from. Um, in South Africa, we've selected five grantees. Um, Nigeria has 23 grantees, Kenya 12, Rwanda 6. Um, so we're not very far behind, you know, the top the top. Um, uh, markets. Um, and, you know, what we had found through this process was um, we had four, over 4,000 submissions. Wow. So we weren't short of incredible ideas from incredible startups that really are solving problems for, for South Africa, Africa and the world. Um, and it just goes to show, you know, how much talent we have on this continent. When it's, uh, I'm, I'm listening to, I guess, that spread and uh, the spread also follows, you know, it, it is interesting because it, it follows both population uh, and also at the same time it follows, um, you know, what we what we typically see um, in terms of, uh, you know, what we typically see in terms of your, uh, your spread, in terms of VC uh, financing that comes to the African continent, etc. It does tend to be spread in, in similar ways where you see a lot of money going towards your West African, you know, region such as Nigeria, Kenya in East Africa tends to be a big one, Ethiopia as well, you know, so it's, it is interesting to see, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, that makeup. So what's been your experience since um, even outside of the Black Founders uh, Fund, you know, you're typically interacting with the businesses around these different countries? You know, you know, what's really interesting is that I think um, venture capital into Africa has really grown exponentially over the last couple of years, over the last five years, in fact. And between 2021 and 2020, um, we found that the capital investment has actually doubled to four billion uh, billion dollars. So you can kind of s start to see that, um, you know, Global as well as local uh, venture capital funders are actually looking to Africa because there are, again, you know, incredible startups that are 
coming up with innovative solutions to local and global challenges. Yeah. Um, so even though, you know, the, the funding has actually increased exponentially, um, the $4 billion still only represents 0.7% of global venture capital. Yeah. So it just goes to show how much opportunity there is still, um, you know, to actually fund uh, startups that are solving, you know, global problems. And like I mentioned to you, you know, we had over 4,000 applications. So, um, you know, I, I think there's plenty of opportunity still across right. the continent. Uh, when it comes to that then, uh I think someone might might be interested to know, are you guys allocating in terms of as per the amount of money you guys have to put into these businesses or do you guys have, let's say, a set number of slots uh, that you are or a set number of businesses that you guys are looking to support? Yeah, so this year we did go out with the intention to support 60 startups. So that was very clear that we wanted to support 60 startups and the funding the range of funding actually depended on the need of the business, the stage of the business. Um, and so that's how we actually decided upon, you know, the range between 50 to $100,000. Okay, that, that makes perfect sense. I want to step back a little bit, right? You know, to say um, in, your, in your main role, right, you are interacting with businesses, you know, in the region. Um, how are businesses typically, how are you typically interacting, you know, with businesses? Is it from, uh, I'm a small business and I want to get the word out there. So I come to Google and I say, guys, you know, please, you know, uh, help me to get, you know, my business, you know, seen uh, by the world? Uh, or is it more um, engagement where you sort of are going out and trying to evangelize or at least educate to say, guys, these are the tools that we have available if you want to grow your business, etc.? You know, the way that we've approached this is um, based on an insight into the core needs of small businesses. What we found is that small businesses have three key need states. The first need is really getting access to capital. So they need funding, um, which is why we've done some work, you know, through Kiva, the nonprofit, to actually distribute $10 million worth of low interest loans. Yeah. And all of the work that we're doing through the Black Founders Fund, all of the work we're doing through Africa Investment Fund, etc., the second um, key need was I need access to markets and customers um, and buyers of my products and services. And so, you know, what we do there is uh, firstly start by giving the small businesses the, you know, the knowledge and the skills on how to actually utilize um, all, of the, all of the tools and the access that the web offers them. Um, we also provide, you know, as, as we all know, Google Ads, which is the tool that um, enables you to access markets, whether locally or globally. Yeah. And we provide a platform called Google Businesses, Business Profiles. Yeah. It was called Google My Business previously, which is an absolutely free platform that enables you to actually create an online presence. So for small business, you can, you can come in, you can create a site for your business. Uh, it enables you to actually be um, found so through maps so you can actually you know, um, be visible uh, and uh, discoverable on Google Maps. It enables you to have a chat technology and, and chat feature where you can actually engage with uh, customers or potential customers. You can upload your products um, and, vi you know, visually give people an idea of what it is that you're selling. 
And so that's the free tool, Google My Business. So we basically start out by providing the skills, providing the free tools to enable a small business to get online and then provide, you know, the platform that enables you to market your business and gain access to customers and markets. And then the third need state is around tools. I need tools that help me to enhance my business, to grow my business, to create a sustainable business. And there we offer a whole host of, of free tools. So one of the tools that really stands out is a tool called Market Finder. Yeah. Um, it's a tool that has enabled, you know, Tepo Jeans, for instance, to find out where interest was coming from globally and then utilize those insights to actually export their products to markets like Netherlands, which wasn't actually in their consideration set. So that's how we think about, you know, the, the support that we offer to small businesses is, is along those three key need states. Okay. Now, because the reason why I, I, I asked the question is simply because, uh, you know, just trying to gauge, you know, what's the difference between, I guess, your engagement um, with, I guess, the typical business that's coming to you versus uh, the businesses that you guys are trying to help to sort of get off uh, the ground to see, you know, are there intersections, uh, you know, with, uh, with those engagements, uh, because that might give a little bit of insight into uh, the overall support that businesses across the board need. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the work that we had done, for instance, within um, just after the pandemic, actually during the pandemic, it kicked off in 2019, um, was to deeply understand what are small businesses struggling with? And they were struggling because we had lockdowns. And so, you know, they had no footfall into their stores. Uh, people couldn't physically go out and buy their products. And so we created this um, campaign called Rise Up, where we um, try to give, you know, uh, businesses access to the tools, um, to the uh, to the tools and the technology that they needed to get their business online really quickly so that they could keep their virtual doors, if you will, open and continue to actually um, run their businesses. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it's an interesting one, you know, that uh, that you're saying. I want, I'm just coming back to uh, the type of data and insights that you guys probably have. Um, they, uh, I'm thinking of the Tsepo jeans, uh, you know, example um, that you were giving to us. And I was, I guess that's now I, a part of what it takes to be uh, an entrepreneur or a business owner in the current age where you have to, not have to, but you'd be best advised to use things like your data and your insights uh, to actually gain some type of traction, become aware of a market that you otherwise would not have even uh, decided that you're going to get into. Um, So from that point of view, you mentioned earlier on so many different pieces of the Google ecosystem uh, that you guys are making available to the community, etc. What's popular? Right. Uh, Because I think for consumers, when it comes to interaction with Google, there's the normal Google, Mm -hmm. Gmail, and I guess, you know, platforms like YouTube, you know, are very, you know, big in terms of usage. Uh, but from what you're seeing, you know, the business sphere, what, what, what typically businesses use? So Google business profiles uh, is, you know, it's available for free. Yeah. And it's the entry level program that enables you to actually create and establish a web presence. Mm-hmm. So 
we have over six million small businesses that have actually been listed onto Google Business Profiles in South. Uh, sorry, across Africa. Um, so that number is is huge. Um, giving six million businesses an opportunity, firstly to be found, um, to be accessed, and then actually to drive sales. You know, um, so so that's definitely one of the most um, popular uh, platforms and tools that we make available. Yeah. And then we've got Google Ads. You know, the magic of Google Ads is that you can um, create your campaigns and you can reach, you know, very much like Tepo Jeans, you can reach customers that, you know, are so far out of your consideration set that are sitting in, a, in another market that you haven't even, you know, considered. And um, drive that traffic to your website, close sales and start exporting. You know, there's a ton of um, great talent across Africa, as we all know. And um, I think, you know, it's great that we are able to access tools that export that talent to the world. All right. Uh, and it's uh, and it is great that people can make use uh, of those tools, especially um, uh, in terms of growth. Um, do you also interact uh, on the corporate side? Yes, we do. So, you know, through the B, within the B2B, B2B space, yes, yeah. um, we have offerings that are very much geared towards small and medium sized businesses. And then we've got a team that actually support large organizations. And our programming there, you know, is a little bit more sophisticated. So, for instance, we run a program called the Digital Marketing Transformation Program that aims to understand how mature the marketing is within that organization um, and how multi-moment that um, that marketing is, how data-driven that marketing is, uh, whether there's a need for automation um, and measurement. And we provide that to some of the organizations that we work quite closely with. Okay, makes perfect sense. Before we let you go, I guess rounding everything up, you know, in the conversation because we've sort of, you know, run the gamut right now. Um, and I wanted to tie everything together to get a sense of now that you've uh, started supporting the businesses, obviously the relationship with the businesses is still uh, somewhat young and you guys have probably identified, you know, all of these different areas of needs, establishing uh, a web presence, etc. Uh, but typically um, when um, just going through it, what are the needs that uh, businesses have, right? Because there's a difference between what someone thinks they need, you know, when they someone applies for a program like Black Founders Fund and they say, uh, I'm here, this is what I need, versus you going and walking through the program with them or at least interacting with them and actually saying, actually, you know, what I hear what you're saying, but you could actually be better served, um, you know, heading in this direction. So I think, you know, if we were to think of the typical journey, if I were to start a small business, you know, what do I actually need? I need firstly a handset because as we know, you know, most of most of Africa actually um, interact with the web through their mobile phone. So we need a handset that's going to enable us to actually, you know, create that web presence. Then we need the data um, because without the data, if you've got the handset without the data, you know, you're not going to be able to do much. So you need the data. And then I think you need the skills. So you need to know what to do with the handset and the data to enable your business to be found, to be, um, you know, to be um, accessible. So uh, we've got programs like the Digital Skills for Africa program, which is available for free online. Um, it's available for, for users. Um, we've got such a broad range of content available and we've got, you know, content that's specific, specifically being designed for small businesses. Yeah. So you need the skills. 
And then you need to actually understand how to go about creating your web presence. So you need a website, you need a domain, um, you then need to drive traffic to that website. Um, and then, you know, once you've got a base of customers, because ultimately, you know, to that first that first need stage, you need customers, you need access to markets. Once you've got that, you know, you, you then need to think through, well, how am I going to grow and expand? Um, whether that is to another city, another province, another country globally, how do you expand? And often um, what's needed then is capital. And, you know, that's why we're um, we're going this black founders route. We know that, um, you know, black founders in particular um, often are left out of venture capital funding. So need access to funding um, in order to grow their business. And I guess then you need, the tools in order to continue to grow and expand. So that's really how we think about it um, across those three key need states. Businesses need access to capital. They need access to tools. They need access to customers. And, um, you know, this is this is how we think about the tools that we're going to be launching and creating um, that serve uh, the needs of small businesses across Africa. I really like the fact that you do walk us through the the typical, you know, starting a business journey because I think as long as you work from it from that point of view of working through the step by step, um, you know, the needs become, you know, obvious. You know, uh, the the obvious thing of well, if I'm going to interact with the internet, I need a device, and typically, like you said, in this context, uh, mobile devices tend to be uh, the best thing, and that then informs everything else because I'm sure as Google, you then have to tailor the products in such a way that even on mobile you can get full functionality uh, out of it you know even if you don't necessarily have access to tools like a laptop and all of that stuff um so for us on the last point um when people look at a company like google it's technology right and uh, you would think that uh, businesses that are applying for some for programs like this would be your technology you know startups already um has that been the case or have you found yourselves also getting um getting and or supporting businesses that you know didn't even have um a technology focus or back end of any sort and you guys are sort of now coming in and saying actually we can help you to actually digitize this whole thing so within the black founders uh fund space we are definitely looking for technology startups Um, but our tools and our resources and our programming really extends to uh, small businesses that aren't online. Um, a lot of the work through, you know, our economic recovery campaign was actually aimed at small businesses that had no web presence and needed to get online really quickly in order to ensure that they were sustained and they could continue running. So we definitely look at, you know, uh, startups that need the help, um, startups and small businesses that need the help in getting online and then, you know, reaching customers online, selling online. So that's been it. It's been a very fascinating conversation um, and especially just looking at, uh, you know, everything that's going on, you know, in the world of Google, especially after that big announcement that was made uh, by their global CEO, um, you know, CEO last year, you know, a billion dollars coming into Africa. And then now, you know, they're actioning uh, a lot of that uh, coming in with initiatives like the Black Founders uh, Fund, uh, which initially started at uh, $3 million and has 
been extended to now $4 million and uh, with the goal this year of supporting 60 um, businesses. And uh, it's been interesting to hear the trend in terms of uh, those investments because they do uh, tend to follow some of the typical you know, expectations around population and where the hotspots are in terms of um, you know, the countries that are having a lot of growth in terms of startups and that are typically innovating places like Nigeria, Kenya, and obviously South Africa. And also uh, just getting into a discussion about the type of support uh, that a lot of these small businesses typically need, um, especially when it comes to the tools and the cost and the resources of the tools, uh, which is why I'm sure uh, part of uh, the support has come in the form of um, what they call Google Cloud Credits, uh, because if you typically were to start paying for some of these services as a small business, you know, it might seem as if it's um, inaccessible. And uh, also the element of mentorship, because it's one thing to throw money at a problem, but quite something else uh, to actually have a holistic approach uh, when it actually comes to, you know, how you support the businesses. And also at the same time, I think the biggest um, one, you know, that seems to be a big focus of uh, getting tackled is the issue of access to market because that typically tends to be uh, the big thing that small businesses um, you know cry about to say okay fine sure you can give me money but I just want to be given a shot in the marketplace I just want to access markets I just want uh, to have a clear uh, a clear line of customers that I'm supplying on a consistent basis and uh, you know whatever you can do for me uh, please you know help me from that point of view and I think the last uh, you know little bit of insight uh, you know that's uh, you know that's been interesting um, is the fact that um, you know South Africa does have a number of businesses uh, that have come in 4,000 businesses uh, you know come in through the door in terms of application and one can only wonder uh, the type of work that it uh, took to whittle down 4,000 applications down to 60 so that's been it we were talking to uh, Asha Patel who is the head of business to business marketing uh, for Sub-Saharan Africa as well as Head of Marketing uh, for South Africa. Asha, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.